Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ida Bros podcast. Quarantine edition. You keep forgetting that. Of course, of course. Quarantine edition. Part Uh, three and a quarter. Yeah. (laughs) It just, it never ends. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's three and a quarter because we, we lost a, lost a week. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Big ass of the chat. Don't worry. It was it was an exciting exciting podcast that is forever lost to cyberspace. <laughs> the age now. we talked about the cure for coronavirus, and now the world may never know. Yeah, it's tragic. Um, yeah, uh, apparently it's called staying at home. <laughs> so, yeah. what episode is this, Hayden? Since I cut this you off, but you nine. forgot the important part. Nine. Episode okay. nine. Woo-hoo. Let's go. We're almost at ten. Yeah, I this guess. has been pretty exciting. Yeah, that's like a milestone. Yeah. Ten. So we've. So what are we gonna do to celebrate early? Um. In the podcast. Get together. Yeah. No. I go <laughs> <to get together. laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> oh god. Right, I'll have a, a celebratory Jack and Coke at home. There you go. Ooh, that's what we can do. With podcast number ten, the Jack and Coke podcast. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like that's the, uh, the podcast. Yeah, that would be a disaster. It'd be the, the only podcast where Hayden was talking the entire time, but he'd be, <laughs> yes. TV, shut up. <laughs> Tristan, stop talking. Shut- oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's my time to shine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's plug our Discord real quick. Um, oh, yeah. Hey. What we've uh, got going up. Oh, what? Well, you go, you go ahead. No, no, no. You sound like you had a pitch yeah. there. Yeah, do it, man. Oh, yeah, I trailed I was, off because you have a pitch. Yeah, I was just going to say we got our uh, Discord up and running. Um, we'll have to post it. We'll get some links posted for people so they can join the Discord. Um, hey, Hayden, what? Uh, which platforms do we have our podcasts posted on? We're on a couple now. There's the Google version. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, we'll just include the link in mm-hmm. the description. Yep. And it'll go out to everywhere so people can join easily. Perfect. And I will look into that uh, a bit more, getting that link to you so that we can do that. Um, we've uh, got a, a chat channel for for everybody, or, you know, just a standard general channel. And we've got a, a voice channel. We'll open up more channels as people come, in, come and go, and um, we can create some... Uh, more specialized categories if you guys want um q a yeah. channel that yeah. you talked about uh q a channel we we talked about a little bit um we'd really like to uh have a channel where you guys can post some questions for us and uh we can answer them in the podcast um and uh m- maybe through text when we're not podcasting or uh yeah it's kind of a up up and coming thing um but uh, but yeah, we'll get the link out to you guys so you can join in and send some some messages to us and uh, each other. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it should be a good the time. The best, believe me. The best. <laughs> the best. That's yeah, um, a little bare bones, but it'll evolve as as we go. Needs yep. arise. Yeah, it'll be good. So, Hayden, what topics you got for us today? You know, there's a couple of things that. You know, I've wanted to talk about. Um, I think dreams is something that we should talk about because I think people are interested in that. Don't just let your dreams be dreams. 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 Your memes be exactly. dreams, bro. Come on. 
<sighs> yeah, um, I, I think, uh, yeah, it would be an interesting topic, and I, I've wanted to talk about it as well. Um, so, so what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think your guys' dreams have meaning? Um, Crickets. In what context? Um, so, like... Like you're talking about, like, are you talking like overall or yeah, like localized? Because I think, like, I don't think because you you know, like, you can look up. Good. I don't. I don't think any of us believe that. Oh yeah, I had a dream that I won the Powerball and now I'm a millionaire. I don't think any of us believe that. Like, oh, we have that dream, so therefore it's gonna come come true, right? And we're talking talking like dreams while you're sleeping. Yeah. So So, I, I think we're all on the same page there. So I, I'd say that, like, because you can, I mean, there's, like, websites, like, what does this mean if it pops in my dream? I don't think those are, that's a thing. Nope. Um, I do think the content and events I, I, that you dream about uh, directly, like, reflect what's going on in your head kind of a thing. Okay. I, I mean, let's backpedal there a little. So you don't believe, like, that having that standard teeth falling out of your head dream you know like where all your teeth you guys have had that right no yeah mine are like teeth grinding yeah so So. you know supposedly like dreams that involve teeth um are like stress dreams like Hmm. um or or there's stress related or related to like loss or you know things changing that you can't control um that's that's what's said by the internet at least um you know and and dreams what was i reading the other day dreams relating to spiders um oh yes let me pull this up again um they're often associated with manipulation so if you're feeling manipulated, you'll often apparently have dreams about spiders. What? Um, huh. That I, I I'll be straight. I I double checked that, and the uh, top top result is a Huffington Post article. But uh, um, you know, sponsors Huffington Post. We're shills now. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news all day every day. <laughs> um. But you know, like I, I do think that there's uh there's some meaning to be found in dreams about what's going on in your life, probably. I've never had um your typical like teeth falling out dream or like what's the other one that's really common? Like falling, the the infinite falling. I've never I've never dreamed about that. I have definitely had like just about to fall asleep kind of a thing, and then you like have that feeling of falling and it like jars you back to wake i've had that but yeah i don't think i've ever like had a dream about falling and i've never had the like show up to high school in your underwear i i thing. have not experienced the show up to high school show up to work show up to insert big event here completely naked dream either um, yeah I apparently apparently that's like pretty common though which is interesting to me um i i, I just don't don't see it being something applicable to very many people's lives like how and i i don't think i've really talked to anybody that has had that either okay i thought that was one of the typical like I, ones that ever i feel like it's very typically portrayed in tv like i know yeah um it it was on 
one TV show that I can think of off the top of my head was uh, Malcolm in the Middle. I, I know that yeah. they showed that on there, but um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because I've never worried about showing up and not having clothes on. Yeah, I haven't either. So, I don't know. But it's yeah, interesting. I haven't. I didn't know that teeth was a thing. I haven't had that. Yes. Teeth is relating to uncontrollable loss. Falling dreams are supposedly related to uh, feeling lost or without a sense of control in your life. Huh. Like, yeah, so that that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think, I guess you can find symbolic meaning in your dreams. And whether it's actually in your life or you are just connecting it to your life, you know. Uh, yeah. Like, like I don't know. I feel like this enters into the uh, the kind of like psychic kind of stuff, where it's like, oh, do you have a relative that starts with that has a name that starts with the letter J? You know, because because you know when it comes to like let's say a falling dream, like you, I've had the dream where you know you like fall off of something and then it feels like you're falling forever and then you wake up. Well, if that's supposed mm-hmm. to mean a loss in control. I don't really know a single person in real life that doesn't feel or that feels in control of every aspect of their life, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I've always found them super interesting. I do know my, like the tones of my dreams change over like Mm -hmm. depending on how I'm doing. Like I've been stressed recently with this whole play going on or whatever. And my like, my dreams reflect that and i can tell mm-hmm. but i've never had like like i'm stressed my teeth are falling out or kind of a thing but yeah. that's interesting for sure i don't know what, I'm thinking. what about you, what about Aiden? you? Jinx. Oh, we're good at this mm, i'm trying to because i i try to record my dreams in my journal so i remember them better the do you have a physical journal or do you like yes i do a physical phone? journal okay. yep Okay. Um, from the ones I can remember, there's a lot of action ones that I record down. So either some sort of secret agent um, mission, or um, I've had a lot of action dreams, like driving around on an island. Um, that I really have no, I have no correlation. I don't know what that means at all. But it's interesting. I think that those dreams are kind of fun to um, at least remember. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. oh, that it's pretty action-packed. Uh, it's kind of like Star Wars-themed dreams as Goals. well. Yes, there you go. Disney <laughs> is sending messages into my brain at night trying to watch more 5G. Star Wars movies. It's the 5G. <laughs> yep, it's the 5G. Uh, Causing um, cancer, coronavirus, and Star Wars <laughs> dreams all Star over Wars the dreams. place. Oh, oh man. man. Um, so anyway... For like, um, I've had lots of, after college, lots of skipping university classes and showing up on the last day or failing to study for an exam. Mm -hmm. Um, I only, I came close once to missing an assignment, but I don't think that ever happened to me where I I totally forgot about an exam or a class. Um, Mm -hmm. So those are pretty common. Uh, Teeth falling out or it just feels like you've broken a tooth. That is just so weird. It, It just, it's freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, spiders that's happened a lot um, man it, it's all over the place I, I don't really know what to make sense of it mm-hmm. 
Do you, do you ever have the the work related dreams? That's that's generally what I'd refer to as like a stress dream. Because uh, for example, when I was working in retail, I and I used to close a lot when I did that. I would have these weird dreams when I would have a bad day at work about me like getting trapped in the store. Or oh, really? Like, yeah, or so I'd be like standing at my register waiting for someone to come up, you know, and check out or whatever. And then, you know, I'd I'd look down, pick something up, and then I'd stand up and the whole store would be closed and I'd be stuck inside. Like Ooh. like when I well like look down to pick up something, like all the lights turn off, all my coworkers disappear and I'm just trapped inside the store. Oh my god. Or like I I, ha- I re- remember vividly this really strange dream where we were all leaving the store because when you close a store, you all have to leave at the same time so that loss prevention knows that there wasn't anybody wandering around the store after sure. you know people were supposed yeah. to leave. But you all line up at the door and wait for your supervisor to come down and unlock it and you all walk out together. Huh. But I, I vividly remember this one where my I was right behind my supervisor because I was signing the logbook they make you sign before you leave. And uh, I set the pen down and I closed the logbook. And my supervisor was saying, hey, Tristan, come on, let's go. And then, like, I just started, like, slow motion, like, trying to walk out. But I kept my, like, back foot was stuck to the ground and I kept, like, stretching. It was super weird, oh. and I. It's like I a movie. Yeah, like it, it was straight up like, um, oh, Mr. Incredible stretching. Yeah. Too, but slow motion, like I was, I was stretching because I was stuck to the ground. It was so weird, but huh. definitely had lots of like stress-related dreams like that for sure. Yeah. I don't think I've had any like that. That's very that's unique. Mm-hmm. For me, I've never, I've never heard of it. I have anything like that. Most, most of my dreams are like real life scenarios, which is kind of boring. But it's like, like they start and when they're like quote unquote bad, they usually start off good and then they like or normal, whatever, and then they like mm-hmm. turn bad. Um, but it's all like fairly real life scenarios, which I guess is good and bad. But mream. last week I had a dream I bought a jaguar. <laughs> That's and it was that was a really good time but the thing was so i'm like i was like driving it around or whatever and then i i don't know if i bought like i in theory like thought i bought a specific version or whatever and like i was going through it and then like all the features started like falling off the car like inside and it started shrinking and it turned into like like a low low tier jaguar not the one i bought or whatever oh, and like no. everything went, it all went downhill from there so it's like stuff like that Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, like overall it's a good dream like in the thing i was like all right well this is dumb and i like turned around like i was gonna go return it and then i woke up but but then i woke up bummed that i didn't own a jaguar i was like Dang it. <laughs> that was something i was just gonna ask have you guys had those dreams there that were like so good that when you wake up you're kind of just sad <laughs> yes like, yeah like take me back hold on really no i can't think of anything that for real that kind of uh-uh. surprises me like and this is going to make me sound like really sappy, but um, I, I had this one dream. This was a few months ago where I uh, in the dream, I woke up and I, you know, I looked to my left and I was apparently like 
married to somebody, I get up and there's like kids watching TV in a living room and I go and I make pancakes for everybody and then I wake up. And I was like, oh, that was like super pleasant. I'm like disappointed that I'm awake and that's not my life right now. I don't know. make the same joke as the last podcast. You played that game from Rick and Morty. Yeah, exactly. What was it called? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Let me, I'll look it up here. Um, Yeah, you like played through the guy's whole life or whatever. But I have had that like, Dream's got like a good vibe or whatever. And then I wake up and I'm like. Roy, a life well lived. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I I, apparently I want to go back to the carpet shop. Um, But uh, I don't know. It's it's super strange. Uh, Do do you guys think that um, like when you have a good dream like that, that's like something that you desire to have in your life, or? Yes, I'd say yes. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I. For me, I don't know what. There may be some sort of desire I, I don't I think most people want to get married but mm-hmm. I really think that dreams are so disconnected from reality it's it's just it's more of a physical mechanism than anything else I think it's just for deprocessing information mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I would put too much weight on the content of dreams as a um, as some sort of uh, indicator of something okay well, I think with, and it may not be the concept, but I think with like in Tristan's case, he, it may be less of like the marrying and the kids thing that he's like, that he like subconsciously wants, but I imagine it's more of that feeling of like this, whatever he was feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think is would be more, cause I, I agree with you Hayden, but I think there is something to it and it's probably more kind of, the vibe or the theme or yeah, I def- the overarching. Yeah. I definitely think like when I have dreams like that, it's not like, Oh, these are the things I want like specifically, but like, like the, Oh, I want to achieve like having a family or, Oh, I want to achieve like, you know, being, ha- having my own home and family that, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. probably more of a feeling that you're you're seeking out that your your brain's going, oh hey, check this out. Yeah. You know? Also, it could just be your brain's form of television while you're not doing anything. Yeah. Well, they say that um, sleeping is a way the brain like it processes, it declutters, it does like a bunch of like maintenance tasks during. Mm-hmm. It's like defragmenting your hard drive with a, a <laughs> yeah. cool TV show going on in the background, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So would you say that retail is a very stressful environment then for causing dreams? Uh, for me, apparently. And, you know, I've I've had dreams about my, my current job working in healthcare, and I've had dreams about when I worked in, you know, at uh, Starbucks making coffee. Um that were very similar, you know, uh, if you've ever worked at a coffee shop, you constantly have timers going for literally everything you do. Oh, yeah. Um, I, and you know, I didn't have as many dreams about Starbucks. Uh, it was, uh, you know, there's things to complain about and there were air quotes, stressful times, but overall it was a pretty easy job that I enjoyed. But, uh, 
one dream I remember pretty well from when I was working there is I just had a dream where I couldn't figure out which timer was going off. And at the same time, everything in the coffee stand was falling apart. And it, I don't know, it was a weird, it was a super weird, super weird dream. But, uh, you know, and my, my current work dream, it, you know, it, cause I answer phones all day now, um, is just my phone ringing nonstop. Like it, one that I can recall, I, I answer the phone and then my phone starts ringing again, which isn't something that happens when I'm on a phone call normally. And so, you know, I tell the person, hold on a second, I've got another call, I answer it, and then it just keeps happening ad infinitum, you know? Um, Ooh. But, uh, I don't know, I think my my bad dreams definitely are, like, an embodiment of my, like, feeling of lack of control when I'm in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know when I when I wake up from something like that I I tend to like reevaluate what's going on in life kind of like interesting you know like oh hey you know maybe maybe I I need to learn to let go of the things I can't control so much and not like dwell on them you know so uh, like um you know, at, uh, at my current job, I, I'm not able, you know, because we've had a high call volume. I work for a healthcare system here um, with everything going on. And, and the phones were, you know, ringing like crazy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I can't control, you know, who calls in and when they call in. I just have to do my best on every phone call and keep on going, you know. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yep, this is literally all I can do. I just love the uh, mental image of Tristan going to pick up a phone and the person's all like ready to talk to customer support. Tristan's like, hi, blah, 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 customer support. And they're like, hi. And you're like, hold on, I have another call. And they're just like, what? (laughs) Oh, what? Like, this is what? (laughs) Yeah. Fortunately, in the dream, I I don't think I ever actually had to answer to anybody too much because I was too busy literally just going through like phone line after phone line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was the... uh, that one really annoying chick from Office Space. The thank you for calling. Please hold. Thank you for calling. Please hold. <laughs> yeah. Over and over. But uh, you have you guys seen um, Office Space yet? No. No. Oh my gosh. Sorry. We gotta do like a podcast episode while watching the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if there's a way I can stream the movie to you guys and we could all watch it together. We could do it on Netflix. Um... Netflix was doing um, parties. Oh, really? Yeah, they brought it back from the Xbox 360 days. That that was super fun. I remember. Yeah, so I mean, we could do something like that. I mean, obviously, we couldn't we couldn't stream the audio. No. Through the show, but we could do like a three, two, one, go, so people could listen along. Office mm. Space is not on Netflix currently. Sad. Day. Um, we should pick a movie and do that though. Let's just go to Blockbuster. Uh oh. <laughs> There's one left. Come on. <laughs> let's all go to like, Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Yeah, we should do that though. That'd be a good podcast idea, actually. Office Space is on Hulu right now. Ooh. Hulu. I don't think you can do. No, you can't. A party. 
We could do three, two, one, but that'd be a struggle for all of us to get it with the delay. Yeah. It doesn't work the same. We'll, well do it when uh, I'm, the I'm quarantine just, uh, is lifted. Cease and desist stops. I mean, uh, stay at home, whatever. <laughs> Cease working. Martial desist law. Desist in ends. your home. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what is your company doing right now? Because I know you were working from home. Can we talk I'm about this for a second? Home. I'm curious. Yeah, just, um, everything is basically running smoothly. Audio. It was just working from home. Um, nothing's changed. I'm back. It, oh, sorry, hello. my headphones uh, shut off, and I didn't hear the auto. Your dog was power biting off. the cord or something. No, I didn't hear the auto power off thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so sorry. Can we uh, run this back a couple seconds? What is your okay. company doing? Okay, so n- nothing's really changed. The only thing is, I'm not in the office. Uh, everybody's basically working from home. We have meetings. I email people. I could still get stuff done, which is surprising. I think it's just a. So you guys are updating with because like on wednesday they announced um if you can run your business slash company and still social distance you can open like i got marley a haircut today mm-hmm. oh i'm guessing the dog groomers were not essential um no before they were not but since because okay. they lightened the on wednesday they lightened the restrictions if you can continue to social distance and still operate uh you can open back up and so the groomer lady came out took marley out of my car went inside i paid her with a check um she brought her out at the end put her back in my car nobody's allowed inside it's just her and okay the puppers but yeah so you can so i was curious what your company's doing yeah we're basically just going to stay uh work from home for a while um smart i think yeah we're it's surprising how much stuff we're able to get done still it it really is a good indication that work from home is a good strategy yeah. Things have to be worked out, of course, but I I would say that going forward, I would much prefer work from home. Really? Yes. What? Yeah. Because at the just, start of this, you were complaining. Yeah, it's like you oh, were against it's so it. Difficult. You didn't like it. You were not a fan of it. The thing I would say that I just benefit is just um, even though there is a difficulty of separating the home and work environment. Yeah. Um, the ability just not having to drive and um, be stuck in traffic. Yeah. Uh, being there's able a lot to take... of wasted time. Yes. And then you're in a familiar environment. So when you take a break at home, it's a lot different than taking a break at work. You're able to, it's in a familiar environment. It's a lot. I, more, I think it's beneficial. It's a lot more relaxing to take a break at home than it is to take yes. a break at work. Yeah. It's a lot um, more of a break. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, when you, when you're at home and you go on, uh, how long are your lunch breaks at work, Hayden? Because uh, I'm salaried, there really isn't a concept of a lunch break. You just mm. take off whatever time you want, and <laughs> as long as the work gets done. Yeah, that's nice. I know for like my job, I, I get a half-hour break, and, and since I work from home, um, it's not... Uh, like a big deal if I take a nap or you know do some dishes or go for a walk but uh, when I was in the office it'd be kind of weird if I tried to take a nap in the lunchroom or whatever you know <laughs> yes or or if I was that weird guy or that, two dishes yeah or two dishes that that'd be a little weird um, I, I feel like the uh, the kitchen at the uh, the cafeteria at my workplace would be like Yo, dude, what what are you doing in here? What are you doing? Um, it also is it's allowed me to work on schoolwork more, too, on my breaks and stuff. So, yeah, that's know. a good idea. It's nice. I it's definitely got its benefits. 
I think, um, I think it'd be, and you could probably answer this. I think it'd be really cool for salaried positions where you're not on a, a strict, like take your break at 9am, go to lunch at, you know, 12, you know, um, I could definitely see some more benefits for a a salary. Yes. Yes. I would say, yes, I would agree. Yeah. Cause, uh, in a lot of ways for my job, the way it's structured, it, it feels a lot more, uh, like I've got someone watching over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I, I perform best personally when, I'm given the the bandwidth to make my own decisions, you know. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what about you, Hayden? What do, you, what do you think about? Uh, so does like your company? Um, like I was reading recently on Reddit how some companies are taking pictures of their employees every like ten minutes. Ooh, <laughs> what? Yeah, um, there's certain companies that are using programs on their work-at-home computers to take a picture of them or to track exactly what they're doing on their work that, computers That seems all day. highly unethical. <laughs> I mean, it seems unethical oh, to me, but, you know. Well, tracking what they're doing isn't, because it's a work computer. But, mm-hmm. yeah, taking pictures of them seems weird in their own home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how... You know, I did read this on Reddit, so I don't know how <laughs> prevalent that is, but yeah, it seems pretty extreme. I, I mean, if you have to take a picture of your your employee every five to ten minutes to determine if they're actually getting their work done or not, there there's something wrong with your your management your business model. model. Yeah, just yeah. To begin oh with. man, but uh, but yeah. Here's a question for you: When are robots going to take over your job? Oh, uh, my job. So. Um, not any time in the next year, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um, I, I, I'm of the personal opinion, um, that if we had a properly or like a, a more user friendly website that, uh, we could probably, drop a lot of our workflows um interesting which would be beneficial and i think a lot of people could still keep their jobs in my department because there's going to be patients that need help uh navigating the website and doctor's offices are still going to need after hours services you know um people there to answer the phones when they're not so that patients having urgent you know medical issues can still call their doctor's office and speak to somebody Um, i think those functions will will still remain um but i think a lot of the miscellaneous things that my department does could be uh, resolved or or um or taking care of through a, a properly functioning website. So would it just make your job better or more inclined on harder problems? Cause you're not having to answer the phone as much. I think it would make our life our as an employee, it would make our lives easier because it would, it would centralize 
a lot of the miscellaneous stuff that we do. Um, Because I I work like, let's see. I'm counting. Give me one second. Sure. I mean, on a a daily basis, I have to use like five to six different programs. Oh. And that's not necessarily including Outlook. Of course. Why? And Teams, um, Microsoft Teams for communication. Um, But it's, it's, yeah, sponsor us, Microsoft. (laughs) Yes. Get me some of that Bill Gates money. (laughs) <laughs> um, it, it's because of all the different things that we do. Um, I have to, I have to know how to run our, um, uh, community class, uh, registration software. I have, excuse me, yeah, hiccup there. Uh, I have to understand how to take payments from those classes in a different program. I have to understand how to use our, um, our, uh, medical record uh or electronic medical record uh it's called epic um it's pretty popular at this point um i have to understand how to work through excel sheets pretty efficiently i have to understand how my program that runs my phone works um that that program will probably not go away there's probably not a better way to incorporate that um, I have to, you know, understand the workflows for sending paperwork to people for, um, I'm trying, I do so many random things. I have to use a entirely different program when I take grievance calls. Um, I have to, man, it's so weird sitting here and trying to think about all the things I do. Cause there's just a bunch <laughs> of random things i do i have to know how to operate our our current website and how to navigate it um to assist patients on you know finding because you can you can schedule provide with a new provider from the website right now um i'll be i I don't think it's it's very user friendly yet they're getting there i have to know how to run our um patients online medical record through um their web browser uh, there's just a lot of small things and different, maybe programs isn't the right word, but different windows or different websites that I use throughout the day. I have to understand how to use the Idaho Medicaid website, which is um, interesting, putting it nicely. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and unfortunately, some programs or websites that we use frequently um that aren't even put out by our healthcare system or they're not very user friendly. Like the, the Idaho Medicaid website can be a bit of a bear sometimes, you know? So if, if we had a, a really efficient public website, I think that uh, we could get rid of a lot of the programs that we programs and websites that we use now um, and, and simplify what we do. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it runs. I've talked to some friends and family that work for other hospitals, and and uh, it seems like my department is kind of unique, because um, we're not quite like the the hospital switchboard. We're like a general information 
kind of line. Um, but uh, that that so happens to do the after-hour service for all the doctor's offices. I don't know. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good experience though. I've I've gotten to you know help a lot of patients find new providers. I've gotten um, to to learn a lot about the patient experience before they go into a hospital or before they go to a doctor's office. Um, so I don't know. I'm a, I'm excited for for what's to come. I think uh, I think you know our the hospital system I work for is continually working on upgrades. It's just a, you know, a matter of prioritization, you know, so. Sure. But, interesting. Uh, anywho. So, so I'm, I'm kind of interested because I think we wanted to talk about this earlier was uh, Tales from Retail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, can you describe for us what it's like working in a retail environment or maybe some of the stuff that is unique to your situation or um, stuff that people wouldn't think about when they go into a, a store to buy, buy something. Uh, I think the number one thing people, people don't realize is the, uh, that when they bring in an expired coupon and we tell you, I'm sorry, I can't accept that it's expired. Um, we're not saying it cause we don't want you to get a discount. We could, we could literally care less if you're, you get the dis you get a hundred percent discount or if you get a 10% discount. Um, but, uh, when we tell you that and then you have us call a manager over and <laughs> oh, then the man. manager approves it and then you give us the, or I shouldn't say you, but the, the customer in question gives us that that smirk or the uh the i've beat this system yeah i've beat the system um what what they've really done is just bullied someone into giving them uh, a discount and you've despite the the actual cashier doing their job properly the way they were supposed to do it um you've humiliated them in front of everybody there um, I think that's, that's probably one of the, the things that they're, that people aren't aware of, um, that they're, they're doing. Um, surprisingly enough, I think a lot of cashiers, especially, this is going to sound bad, especially newer ones, you know, kind of take pride in what they're doing and doing it right. Sure. Um, but, uh, those customers that, you know, push you into calling a manager over and, and the manager approving it. You've kind of just embarrassed the said employee in front of all the customers there at the cash register, which is always kind of a bummer. Um, also, I think something that a lot of people don't realize is uh, how much stuff they're being sold or like how how easy it is to manipulate a customer into buying a product. Like, uh, when I, I worked at my previous job, we'd go change the, uh, the sale signage every morning. And, um, it, when something, you know, when we put a sign up that says it's on sale, you know, 30% off, you know, that, that item, it, it'll be 30% off, but it, I mean, it, 
It's the same item. Yeah, it's it's not. You're not actually saving thirty percent. You know, yeah. you're, you could be you could be saving thirty percent off of MSRP. <laughs> you know, the what does MSRP stand for? The... Manufactured recommended sales price. Yep. So it's fake. <laughs> the uh, fake price. It's no. not fake. No, MSRP is what. Um, what the manufacturer says, hey, this is what this item is worth mm-hmm. when they sell it. Then um, it's up to the retailer to list it mm-hmm. as that or higher or lower or whatever. But and and oftentimes, um, it's not like if you miss out on that one item that you miss out on it forever. Especially in the the day and age of the the you know internet and Amazon the internet. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. It, I I saw this all the time with Black Friday. You know, something that was on sale two weeks before Black Friday went off sale, and then they put it back on sale again for Black Friday. People wouldn't have mm-hmm. bought it the first time it was on sale because it wasn't a good deal. But when Black Friday rolls around, people go, "Oh my gosh, this is such a good deal right now." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and I I've only got today to buy it, and Man. that's like not true. You know, so I, I for all the listeners, you know, uh, just be wary when you're being sold something um, and be wary when you're being sold something that you don't actually need um, because <laughs> yeah. you very well could just be getting taken advantage of a little bit um, and be wary of promotions that are, you know, spend $50, get $10, uh, a $10 cash coupon or whatever yes um that's another oh, thing that man. i saw all the time and uh you know it would be spend fifty dollars get the ten dollar cash coupon and people would spend you know their they'd spend forty eight dollars and then you know you'd be like hey if you you know bought a tube of chapstick for a dollar i could give you this ten dollar cash and they're they're like oh that's a great idea i'll, I'll go find something else <laughs> and um so they'll, oh, they'll go man. and they'll go they'll go buy like they'll go get a t-shirt you know spend another twenty dollars and so they spent twelve dollars more than they needed to to get ten dollars cash that chances are they're never going to come back and spend before it expires i saw i saw a really good quote for that um it was nothing is a deal unless you are already going to buy it or something like that. And the whole point was if like with, especially with black Friday, people go, well, like they'll be out shopping. They're like, Oh, this is on sale. I have to buy it. It's I'm saving 20% or like, you're not saving any money on it unless you were already there to buy it. And it is now on Mm -hmm. sale. Exactly. That, that is a way more concise way of saying what I was trying to say. (laughs) And I don't remember the quote exactly, but it was something along those lines. But yeah, it's like you're unless you've already you are already going to buy this item and then you see the sale, you're not saving money. No, because it's it's a purchase you aren't you weren't going to make Mm -hmm. beforehand. You've been you've been tricked psychologically to purchase an Mm -hmm. item that you weren't originally going to buy. Yeah. Um, And same with the with the your coupon, too. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Like you're not saving any especially like on the voucher ones or whatever because those are like the most worthless things because you have to then come back and spend more money 
Yep, and it's to get that discount. Usually, you've got between like you know five and seven days, like yeah. a time period, two weeks in the future. And then oftentimes when people come in and spend them, they don't just go buy a $10 item and get it for free. They go and they buy a bunch of stuff, you know, Yeah. and they go, oh man, I saved $10. And then, then, you know, whatever department store is laughing because this person came in two times and spent yeah. three times as much as they were going to originally. Right. Um, so those are some, some uh, beware of the, the wolf in, in sheep's clothing uh, from from retail kind of things. So what about credit cards? Did you, your retail place have a in-store credit program? I don't know of a retail store anymore that doesn't have an in-store credit program. Yeah, you're right. Everybody does. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a big part of working there was uh, selling the credit cards at the, uh, the cash register. Um, it wasn't my favorite thing to do because, you know, I'm... I, uh, I'm not Are big we talking on about rewards. No, like the reward systems or like an actual credit card store credit cards. Oh, I don't have, I don't think I've ever had anybody approach me about that. Really? Oh no, that's a lie. The buckle tried. Yeah. Buckle, buckle, buckle does that one. Yeah. Uh, buckle Macy's Kohl's Fred Meyer. I don't think Albertsons has one. Fred Meyer has one. Yeah. I know they've Fred got a point system. They've got, a they've got their like rewards. Whatever. I know what their gas pumps. They've got stuff. They've got a point system and I believe they have a credit card as well, but they don't, huh. they don't usually hard sell you on it at the cash register. Yeah. I, I could be wrong on that. It's been a long time um, since I've been to a Fred Meyer, but I know that uh, Target's got one. I already said Macy's, didn't I? Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the like clothing retail. RC huh. Willys has got their own card. That makes sense. That Sears. like the bigger purchase mm. stores would have something like that, as opposed to, like Fred Meyer or whatever. But mm -hmm. so, yeah, Fred Meyer has one for Mastercard. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Um, but uh, so if you're a person that's capable of managing credit, oftentimes they are a good deal. the The problem is, is that that is like, you know, three percent of our population or whatever. I'm I'm just throwing numbers out, but that's a very small percentage of of the population. You know, um, it it really turns into so like I know with Kohl's and Target and um, Macy's you get special offers because you have the credit card. And so a lot of people come in and, you know, you spend more money because they have some kind of special offer because of the credit card. Right. So, you know, be aware of that and be aware of when you're being asked to sign up for a credit card because, uh, there's a commission involved for most of the cashiers selling those credit cards. So, um, you know, it's, it's oftentimes not a whole lot of money for the, the cashiers, but this is where a lot of those retail places make a lot of money. Um, sure. You know, cause, uh, if you, if you're not real aware retail, uh, they buy a lot of their stock on credit. Um, and so, you know, that's what Black Friday is about, is going, you know, getting back into the black 
after you've you know bought a bunch of stock um sure so you know they it, it's easier to make like holding somebody's debt and collecting um interest on that is a, a surefire way to keep your your business churning because it's a, a constant influx of of revenue because you're you're making interest on stuff that you've already bought on credit you know so you you make the you make the money from the sale and then that person owes the company money and interest and then they pay the company over time and you know so just be aware of that when you go in and if you do want to sign up for a credit card there's lots of places like Kohl's um they have uh like it doesn't hit it doesn't uh knock your credit down if you sign up for the card um or if you attempt to sign up and you don't qualify it doesn't drop your credit but it can be a really good way to build credit if you know because everybody does need clothes and if you're responsible with it and pay it off after you you've used it it can be a really really great way to to improve your credit score so it sounds like with those cards, just like any any other credit card, is it's a killer deal because you get some kind of bonus as long as you can be responsible with it. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that's like any credit card, uh, you know. Yeah. Amazon's credit card, fantastic card. If you use it irresponsibly, horrible card. You know. <laughs> um. So, you know, I I, I think. Well, I don't know. You guys might be smarter than me, but I think everybody, most everybody, has uh, done the whole credit card thing and gone, "Wow, that kind of sucks," at, <laughs> at some point or another. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, w- did you have any other retail-related questions? Mm-hmm. I want to throw a note in: Don't ever buy fireworks. <laughs> at a retail store I worked at a firework vendor. It was a ton of fun. I loved it, but after seeing fireworks, what we charge for them, what actually goes into fireworks. Oh my gosh. Don't buy fireworks. That is one of the best oh. markups. Bottled <laughs> yeah. water probably is the only thing that can beat it. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah. Well, well, it's cardboard I mean, paper and gunpowder. I mean, retail. They're like, fun though. Any kind of clothing store isn't much better either. You know, all that stuff yeah. comes in in like, unmarked boxes from china you know <laughs> wow uh, okay how about this go ahead um the music selection would it be very repetitive did it yes. like drive you nuts okay yes. so i hate that at stores uh as a customer i believe that the store that i worked at the music is actually like the whole ambiance is outsourced to a marketing company <clears throat> so supposedly this was this was pat this is information that was passed on to me that was passed on to the other person that was passed on to the other person but supposedly the things you smell in a store like the how the store smells um the the music the lighting everything is outsourced to a marketing company that makes sense i wouldn't doubt that mm-hmm. yeah. Be- because and- store layouts are already like that they things are strategically placed throughout the store 
Yep, the the modern racetrack setup, retail racetrack, I believe is what it was mm-hmm. called. And they talk to you about it in training, too. Um, you want to increase the amount of um, store or product that each customer is exposed to. Yeah. Um, specifically talking about music selection, um, they will – they always choose – music that's for the most part happy um to keep people in a a good buying mood um i can't i'm a big fan of alternative rock i you know i can't remember the last time they they played green day or you know anything that had a that's not soulless. Yeah, that's not. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, we we listen to a lot of Katy Perry, a lot of Walk the Moon, you know, a lot of. Um, man, I don't even know that. There's this. What's that one song? I don't know. I could sing part of. A lot it, of though. Imagine Dragons. Yep, we heard a lot of Imagine Dragons and. Uh, um, uh, there's a country singer. Um, give me one Blake second. Shelton. It's the only one I know. Uh, Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. They played that a lot. Um, I, I don't think t- you guys are very familiar with country music, but I'm not. But uh, I believe you. That I that was one song I did enjoy. They played uh, uh one of my favorite songs, Knee Deep, by Zach Brown every morning. Um, I, like I I remember because I I would my shifts i was either the closer i would work like four to eleven or um i would come in in the mornings to open and i'd work like five thirty to noon um and it was like every morning at like six thirty, uh knee deep by zach brown would play um you know uh some so the music, it was very repetitive, but it is also some of the best memories that I have working at, at uh, in retail. Um, when the store was still closed when we were opening, uh, my coworker and I would like straight up have singing competitions in an empty store, uh, or you know the the occasional dance competition in the back room. Um, it, it was a good time, uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, where it got really, really horrible was uh, the they supposedly start playing one Christmas-themed song. They add one Christmas-themed song to the soundtrack every week after Halloween. Oh. So it'll it'll start off with really That's two months of adding Christmas music before yes. Christmas. What in the world? Yeah. So they it, it would be. The first songs that would come on would be, you would probably consider them like festive music, but not necessarily Christmas music. But then, you know, come Thanksgiving, it's like straight up Christmas music. And it was like, I don't know, it always threw me for a loop. I'm not a big fan of Christmas music personally. Played a, they played a lot of Michael Buble or Bubbly, however you say his name. Um, Sponsor us. (laughs) <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> uh yeah it was it was uh it was you know they not very good you know they oh uh they played safe and sound a lot um who who sings that safe uh capital cities 
don't know if you remember that. There's like a trumpet solo in it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they played that a lot. But yeah, every time so, I oh, go ahead. Every time I go into a store, like sorry, Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fred Meyer is the one I notice it the most. Um, because Fred Meyer plays like they play some pop songs, but it's like I think the newest pop song they play is like maybe 2015. It's just like all old like pop music, mm-hmm. and I'm in there, and I'm just like I feel so bad for the employees because I don't like it frustrates me being in there when it like I'm always like annoyed with myself when I go in there and I don't have headphones because I'm like this music is obnoxious. Yeah, it's um, it it can be very obnoxious, uh, but uh, at the same time, it's proven to improve sales. So. I don't want to get that, but I'm just in there. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah, like, uh, apparently it works on some people. And I, I, I totally get why, because I mean, it is upbeat. It is happy. Like if I went to a grocery store and they were playing like Slipknot or something, aside from the fact that it'd be elated that a grocery store is playing Slipknot, it definitely doesn't like add to my buying experience. Like it wouldn't like make me want to buy a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd be way more likely to come back to that store, though. Oh, I would, too. But, like, it being in the store, the music itself would definitely not, like, contribute to, do I want to buy this or not? Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. It would definitely keep bringing me back. But, so I get why they do it, but it's just so obnoxious. I'm like, this song's from, mm-hmm. like, 2002. Oh, man. Uh, I, on my drive here, I heard Katy Perry's Fireworks from, oh. what, 2008? Yeah, uh, I I get out of my car and I walk into the store and I'm I hear it twice while I'm in the store. Awesome, oh, you know. It, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, but always bring headphones. I mean, and I like a lot of the music that they like. Some places play it's like it's pop music. I'm like, this is a good song, but it's old and I've heard it a thousand times, and so mm-hmm. it's like I'm good. And yeah. like same with Firework when Firework came out, I was like, I like the song, but the radio killed it, and now stores kill it I'm like well, i'm over the song kind of thing but For sure uh tons of retail workers um especially people with longish hair uh wear headphones all the time oh i would too um, holy cow so you know that was that that was a big part especially i i wore headphones in the mornings um when we were before the store was open and we we're doing like the pre-opening stuff mm-hmm. um you know, because you can only hear the same you know, 30 songs so many times a week, you know? Yeah. Um, we were, my my buddy and I that I opened with joked about how many times or how many hours of a certain song we had listened to in a year. And it, it was ridiculous because it, it would play on a loop. So it would... I think it was like a four or five hour loop. So you'd hear um, a couple songs at least twice in a shift. So oh, no. they couldn't even like they couldn't even fill out a playlist long enough to last through one day of operating hours. See, and this is so we we argued about that in store because some some days it seemed like like they repeated more often and some days it, it didn't. So yeah, I like we're not a hundred percent sure, but we 
we had zero physical control over the music that was played in the store. Yeah. Because um, I, I had I had asked about that because when a store closes, a store might close at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, but the employees aren't leaving until 11. Oh, yeah. You know, we, especially in like a retail store that closes or that uh, sells clothes. Mm. Like, there's a lot of restocking to do. Yep. There's restocking, um, the fitting rooms. Uh, pro tip if you want to be the nicest person ever, whenever you try something on, uh, put it back and you will be like, it. you'll be a saint. Every retail worker will think you are friggin mother Teresa um <laughs> but uh you know you got to clean up those fitting rooms at the end of the night and then you got to go through every department and make sure everything's folded and looks neat yeah um which I I have I still have pictures on my phones or my phones I've got multiple phones no I don't um <laughs> Kevin Gates over here on, I've still got pictures on my phone of uh tables of t-shirts like graphic tees and we'd get back there and there literally wouldn't be a single folded tee on like a five level double-sided rack of t-shirts <laughs> oh man i and always feel bad because i can never i always try to like refold them because mm-hmm. i've worked in like customer service and i know like some employees have to come through here and do this so i always try to like fold it but i can never I can never, like, even get it close. I'm like, well, this is going to have to do. Yeah, it, it like... I always feel bad. It's like, I tried. It didn't do good, but I tried. If, if you if you try, that's more than 99% of the population. Yeah. Um, the, the absolute worst um, was uh, women's underwear. Because yeah. they're apparently need about 10 bazillion clips on all that stuff. So, um... Yeah, that was that was the worst. That and the, for some reason, the graphic tees were always horrible. Um, well, yeah, because you have to pick up every one. Yeah. Like, because you have to pick it up and look at it, and then so mm-hmm. you have to that's, interact with the entire pile. Yeah, basically. That's, that's fair. Um, and but uh, but yeah, those were the worst. I'll never I'll never forget doing jeans because they're they have a specific way that you're supposed to fold the jeans, um, so that they look uh better i guess yeah i don't know we always called it fluffy folding but it's you you know you fold the jeans in half lengthwise like you normally would and then you fold the legs up but when you fold the the legs up you would fold you'd like put your hand a quarter of the way down and fold an extra fold into the the like cuff and it made the the pants look like poofier when you put them yeah. down. Um, <clears throat> apparently, that's a more attractive way to fold pants. Huh. Um, what was weird after quitting retail was uh, how often I would do that to my own clothes without even thinking about <laughs> it. And I'm like, I'm I'm literally like trying to squeeze you know my four pairs of jeans into my drawer, and I'm like, oh, if I fold them like a normal human being, they'd fit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. But yeah, it was I don't know, interesting. The the people you meet is super interesting if you if you work retail long enough, um you're bound to have somebody recruit you for Amway or try to or oh, uh, gosh. DoTerra or Oh god. What's the uh there's an MLM that's like uh insurance too and I can't remember what it's called. I don't um, know. 
but uh, I tried. There were several people that tried to recruit me for all that stuff. And uh, are these coworkers or employee or uh, customers? Both. So, oh gosh. Um, we and I'll, I'll share my Amway story. I uh, I had this coworker and she was a super sweet girl. Uh, she was super nice. Um, her brother or no, her sister and her, her sister's fiance. So like brother-in-law, uh, came into the store and they, they came in pretty frequently, like once a week. And they'd always chat with, uh, my coworker, uh, the, you know, the, the one they were related to. So we all knew them fairly well. And, uh, one day my coworker's brother-in-law in law comes up to me and we had chatted a few times before pretty you know about just whatever oh the you know the weather is nice today isn't it you know how about them broncos you know <laughs> that kind of stuff um but one day he comes up to me and he's like hey so you know you've you've told me that you were you're interested in in finance and interested in business because oh, i i was at the time I was I originally went was going to school for um, a finance degree so I could be like a financial advisor because um, uh, I was bright eyed, bushy tailed, and totally naive. <laughs> but uh, he comes up to me and you know you're interested in finance and business, right? And I was like, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to school for. And he he's like, oh man, that's that's awesome. I've got I, so I'm like. I've got a startup business, um, and I'd really like some help with it. You should, you know, come and get coffee with me sometime. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'd love to hear what you're you're trying to do. And uh, I went and I got coffee with him, and he's like um, talking about all these like really wealthy guys and how they started their businesses. Um, and you know, I was I was 18 at the time. I hadn't had a lot of life experience, but you know, all the stuff that he was saying logically made a lot of sense, but like socially and like that social amount of knowledge that a person has, like it didn't make sense in that, in that realm and uh, looking back on it. Um, but we met for coffee. We, he never talked about his business plan, what his business was. He just explained how all of these rich people got rich and like, about how dedicated they were and how like you know loyal they were to the companies they created and all this stuff and then you know the the second time we met up so like he, after that he's like yeah it's been a good time i i you know i've got some stuff i need to get done uh do you want to come get coffee with me next week on you know whatever day and you know me being 18 it being summer and having nothing better to do was like oh yeah sure um, so I come back the next time and he straight up starts explaining multi-level marketing and, <laughs> you know, me not knowing, cause like I was aware of what a pyramid scheme was. Like I had watched the office enough times to, you know, <laughs> to know that the, the scene where, you know, Michael gets recruited to sell calling cards, which are just fancy business cards. Uh, and, you know, Jim points out that, uh, hey, this is a pyramid scheme. Um, but I, I had never heard of multi-level marketing, uh, heavy air quotes around multi-level marketing. Um, 
but he explains it, and then he jumps straight into explaining why it's not a pyramid scheme. Oh, God. And I was like, yeah, I mean, sure, it's not a pyramid scheme. And then afterwards, he's like, so my business uh, is Amway. And I'm like, and as soon as I heard Amway, I was like, oh, no. Because Amway is was like one of the original multi-level marketing companies. It's been around since like the 50s or 60s. Yeah. And uh, they they have decent products. Their products aren't bad at all. The problem is, is with Amway, you don't make money from selling their product. You make money from recruiting other people and getting them to sell product and recruit other people. You know, you make money off your, your downline, as they call it. Hey, he explains yeah. all this, and he explains the, the, oh man, if you recruit this many people, you get, you know, your your bronze status or whatever it was and you know this many is silver this many is gold platinum and there's like 15 triple ruby platinum gold members or whatever that are making millions a year um and and how you know he ex- talked after he talked about all that and you know he talked about his life and how hard of a time he had after college and you know, personal experience and how Amway has been so good for him and his family. And, and he was like, he did the, pulled the same move. Oh, Hey man, you know, it's getting kind of late. I got to go. Let's, uh, let's get together one more time. Uh, you seem pretty interested. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in making money. So I'll meet up with you again or whatever. And, you know, a, a week goes by, I happened to get my wisdom teeth out. Um, that that week and then i meet up with him again and uh i had obviously talked to my parents i was still living with them and my dad was like yeah i mean you can do it if you want uh <laughs> and he never like I, I really respect my my dad for it um he never wanted to tell me what to do um but i knew just from the way he said oh yeah you could make a lot of money you can do it if you want to i i knew (laughs) from the way he said it that i was like all right i need to like look into this and see if this is actually legit and you know of course i look it up and i was like oh (laughs) they've been like sued a bunch of times and the government's been like hey you're kind of a pyramid scheme you need to you know fix that Um, yeah so i i went and met up with the the guy again and i told him hey look i'm not super interested in doing this kind of work i you know i'm already working on a degree and then as soon as i said that it was just full-on hard sell on everything and this time i forgot to mention this time he brought his um fiance with him which i i knew and i had he brought backup yeah, and I I knew I knew her better than him because she had been coming in, uh, she'd come in more frequently to see her sister or whatever, and um, and uh, they were I, man, I can't remember. They were she was either recently pregnant or had just had a kid, but um, anyways, it was it was full on hard sell, you know. Uh, it made me super uncomfortable and i i eventually just said hey man 
I got my I got my wisdom teeth out this week. I didn't get to take my painkillers before I drove over here because I had to drive. Uh, I'm going home to take some drugs and go to bed. <laughs> and uh, he was like, all right, well, uh, you know, text me if you change your mind. And I was like, ah, yeah, will do. And I, I never talked to him again after that. And then every time he came into the store after that, he like full on ignored me. And so did his fiance. And I was like, oh, man. So like you weren't really that nice person that like I thought you were, which was super disappointing. But yeah, you'll if you work retail long enough, you'll have someone try to recruit you for multi-level marketing, period. Um, Whether it's a coworker or a, a customer. Huh. I guess I got quote unquote recruited. Arizona has their own form of prevalent college student MLM, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like an energy drink or whatever. Um, and a good friend of mine. Well, I thought she was a good friend. Um, See, I, I'm, I don't want to interrupt you too much, but that's the really sad part about it is these people will go out and make friends and then they'll try to sell this thing to them. And then when you're like, yeah, I'm not really interested. They don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. Um, I was friends with her in a class. And then we started talking, we became friends. She's like, hey, come to this work meeting I have. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird. And then it was, we're like going through and they're like plugging all the stuff you could be making. And I'm sitting there and I'm like. The sounds cool and all, but. And then a little bit later, she's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, eh, sounds like an MLM. <laughs> and she's like, no, and she defended it or whatever. But then after that, it was just it like she just kind of drifted off. Mm-hmm. And I was and I the, I didn't think much about it, um, but it's probably for that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, my one of my buddies from work had the the same exact thing happen to him. He was at a gas station filling up on gas and uh, he dropped something. This guy picked it up for him, handed it to him and struck up a conversation. My, my buddy always has his dog with him and they're talking about dogs. And the guy was like, Oh, we've got a dog. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. They, he, you know, ends up asking him what he does for work. And, Oh man, they magically have very similar jobs. And oh, what'd you go to school for? Oh, you know, oh, we got the same degree. That's crazy. And <laughs> he's like, um, you know, he's like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? And my buddy was like, oh no, I, you know, I've got a wife. And they start talking about it. And apparently their wives both like the same things. And they're like, oh, well, we should get together and go for, you know, a walk with our dogs or whatever. And they do that. And my buddy had a great time. His wife had a great time. Seemed like everybody had a great time. And then they're like, oh, let's go to the the um, downtown farmer's market. And so they do that. They all have a good time. And they're like, oh, well, you should come over to our house and uh, hang out. We'll play board games or something. They go over to their house and they just get straight up hard sold on two different oh MLMs. <laughs> and... Um, my buddy, so I was talking to him while all of this was going on, and after the first time they hung out, or the first time he ran into him at the gas station, um, 
I, I, he's like, man, it was just crazy. We're like into all the same things and he went to school for the same stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're about to get hard sold on, on something. And he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh no, that the dude was super chill. You know, he was like super nice to be around. And I was like, all right, all right. That's super cool. I'm like, I'm stoked for you. It's, it's weird that that ever happens anymore. You know, usually people just don't talk to other people like that as time goes on you know i I, yeah. I didn't go full i told i told us so but yeah <laughs> uh, but he was fun. like that he came back to me and he's like that bastard tried to sell me stuff <laughs> that's impressive dude was in it for the semi-long haul there yeah wow. um oh man but after they respectfully turned down their their sales pitch and had a good their night skis. hanging out with them like literally never heard from him again yeah which is just Weird. sad you know i don't know i know on a related note but kind of a side note i learned about a year and a half ago not proud of this that since he started off as an mlm yeah you didn't know that i had no idea yep I always pictured be... MLMs like shady, sketchy companies with well, like they're making money, but like they don't have a giant building on like the most busy road in the state that like smells amazing every time I drive by it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I was so, not yeah, aware that that's how they started. There's some pretty big names that are multi MLMs or whatever, you know, like uh, yeah. Melaleuca sells all natural um, skin and hair. Or do they sell? I can't remember. Melaleuca. Melaleuca is the all-natural um, cleaning supplies. They sell fantastic products. Um, it's all MLM. Uh, huh. Mary Kay is MLM. Yeah, I know Mary Kay is. Um, yeah, and I know a really well-respected Tupperware. Uh, Tupperware. Tupperware started too early, um, but less like sixties or whatever. But Pampered Chef. Um, they are too. Pampered Chef, yeah, man. Pampered what? Chef parties were were a thing for years. Uh, they were super oh. popular in the early 2000s, but they had a good product, and I wouldn't say they were entirely 100% sketchy. Uh, a lot of I guess I always picture them as sketchy. A lot of um, so my mom did Mary Kay, uh, and I've talked to her about it multiple times, and she's like, I she said I air quotes sold Mary Kay because I liked their product and I could purchase for myself and my friends that liked it as well and not lose money, you know? Yeah. Um, and my mom said the same thing uh, about pampered chef, her, her cousin sold pampered chef. Um, you know, and there's, there's other things now like Norwex. I don't know if you've heard of that stuff. Uh, um, it's, I'm not sponsor. All of us MLMs that we're recommending here, (laughs) by the way. Um, I don't necessarily recommend Norwex. They sell overpriced cleaning products that have silver woven into the cloth so that it, oh my goodness. it, it so sanitizes it kills, uh, everything. Werewolves? <laughs> yeah, it kills werewolves. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to sell that. But, That's funny. Um, but, you know, there's, there's some respectable ones out there. Um, but most of the ones that are respectable, people don't usually make a living doing that it seems like yeah so it's it's usually because whoever's selling it actually likes that product well somebody in the valley definitely uh 
made money making Mary Kay or selling Mary Kay because have you seen there's that Mary Kay car like it's their pink the pink charger or whatever yeah I don't know what it is but it's like a Mary Kay like branded vehicle Mm -hmm. that's the main town has and every time I see it I just go oh my gosh yeah and it's like hot pink like a hot off pink um and it says like Mary Kay on it oh my gosh it's ridiculous Mm mm-hmm and I, I think a lot of the bad rap that MLMs get is from exactly what we were talking about. People that become your friend to get you signed up. And then if you yeah. don't want to be it, they're not your friend anymore, you know? Um, but I don't know. It's There's definitely a, a certain amount of shadiness that comes with MLM territory. Yeah. Hayden, have you been sucking into an MLM or almost? Somebody sold my number to one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, I started getting calls, and they were like, "Oh yeah, um, so and so gave us your number, and you look like you're a great fit." And I, I look at it, and I, I look the company up. I think, and it's like, "Oh, multi-level marketing scam." And I never called back. And they kept they called a couple more times, and like, "All right, we're checking with you, Hayden. We want to make sure you seem like you're a great fit." Oh, and I never called him back, and that was the end of it. Could have made thousands of dollars. What were you doing? Come oh, on. No, it's just like it's all gone. I, I, I wasn't selling uh, knives or um, Cutco. Cutco. That's well, another company. Cutco that makes a... good products, yeah, though. I was just about to say they make um, a fantastic product. Yeah, well, my roommate in college sold Cutco um, for two summers, mm-hmm. and um, and then we had he had his own set of Cutco knives and like the sharpener or whatever. And I use them because, because he let us use them or whatever. And they are nice freaking knives. Mm-hmm. Good product. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't... there's anything inherently wrong with multi-level marketing. Um, it's just, man, when you get, you get imperfect humans running a perfect system, it just comes, you know, you, you get a one plus one equals 11 situation, you know? Yeah, and it, it attracts shit products because a lot of those get really set on, like, you make money, but you don't make money on selling the product. You make money on bringing in people, mm-hmm. and the product is water yeah. or, yeah. like, hot garbage. You you assume the liability when I, you purchase this stuff. It becomes yeah. your problem. TP, I, I feel like you're throwing a lot of shade at doTERRA right now. At who? <laughs> Do- doTERRA. Oh, doTERRA. Or, or whatever, do, yeah. Terra. I don't know. I always thought it was Dotterra, but I guess there's only one T, isn't there? So it is probably Doterra. I don't. Isn't there a? I just see people dunk the, on them. The the. Isn't there an accent over the? There's o, an though? accent on the O. It's it's like a. Um. It's the oh, they can pay me to pronounce their name correctly. <laughs> um. What do they make? Is it hair Essential care? Essential oils. Oh, oh gosh. No. So yeah, th- th- that's a scam. Get well, out of you, here. You said selling water and that's Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. doing. Yeah, this is the first thing I Fancy smelling of. snake oils what they're selling. Yeah. I, oh. So Tristan, you, you so seem to have looked this up more. Don't you assume the liability with all these companies by purchasing the products? Yeah, if you yes. purchase yeah. the product, it's it's your product now. It's it, like you own Yikes. it. And they're um there's a great documentary on Netflix. Let me try and look it up. Tiger King. Uh, You'll hate it. <laughs> look that up. I uh, got in a fight with somebody on Reddit today about that documentary. About Tiger King? Yep. I, uh, Can we put all this on pause? I want to hear about this fight. 
Well, I I commented. I I just commented my opinion on. Well, that was your uh, first mistake. Yeah, ex- I know I shouldn't have done it, but it was slow today at work, and you know I was on my <laughs> lunch. I sent I. It's like ah, it was on shower our shower thoughts. So I was like, you know, usually people are pretty chill on there. Um, so you know, someone had mentioned that uh, they thought that the documentary had misrepresented Carol Baskin. And I, oh and gosh. I, and I don't necessarily disagree. I do think they probably painted her in a darker light than they could have and whatnot. But I I maybe used too many strong words but i said that i think pretty much anybody involved in the exotic animal game that was involved in that documentary was despicable and was taking advantage of either people or animals if not both um and you know they were upset by that uh which is you know everybody's entitled to their opinion uh but uh, the argument that they were making was that by her introducing legislature that uh, would ban private ownership of exotic an- or big cats specifically, um, I-, I had stated that that was a clear move for her to create a monopoly on the big cat zoos, you know? Um, yeah. Because she would still be allowed to. Keep those animals under that legislature, supposedly. Um, I said that was that was a clear, you know, marketing move, not necessarily for the benefit of the animals or people, and besides herself, and that that ruffled a lot of feathers, apparently. Um, What I ultimately, and then you know, I got accused of you know saying that the the meth head crazy Joe Exotic was a was a good person and all this stuff and i was like oh my post i literally said that i thought they were all horrible people but i guess that didn't cover my bases enough i don't know (laughs) but yeah it it was interesting i had a a couple decent conversations with people and uh but there were some that were like well you must be true crime or i uh, probably shouldn't use that word specifically (laughs) but that's pretty much what they called me for my opinion and i was like well okay sure you can think that but um man everybody portrayed nobody there were two people that i could think of that came out of that documentary not looking like a bad guy and that was the the um lady that lost her arm um Um, i just want to clarify have you seen the final episode oh did they so, add an episode yeah um i haven't, I haven't watched it she is a he um oh, she okay. he was misgendered the entire time which i thought was terrible and sorry kind of funny but terrible yeah um okay. but yeah My that bad. was the guy the guy who lost his arm yeah yeah they were fine the the guy um who ended up racing cars in the end of it that was uh had the super dope prosthetic legs oh yeah that Um, guy's awesome (laughs) yeah i mean his i mean it wasn't really a happy ending for him you know he ended up getting divorced and and whatnot but it seemed like at the end of it he had his own dreams that he wanted to pursue um but literally every everybody else in that was you know involved in something 
at best shady, um, at worst absolutely horrible. That Doc Antel guy is nuts. He's yeah, straight he's up creepy. He's running a sex cult. Yeah, he's straight up. Wait, Jim okay, Jones. hey, have you watched this? No, I have not seen. You Tiger need to. <laughs> it it was um, it is a roller coaster. Yeah, it's it's one of those documentaries that you watch or docu series. Uh, it's say. all real. Um, it's oh, it's like you watch one episode and you go, ah, I'll start another one. There's no way that it's gonna get more crazy than this. And then you watch that episode and you're like, Are you kidding me? That yeah. I, I gotta watch one more because this is oh, nuts. Man. And then after you watch that one, you're like, There's no possible way that this could get any more insane. And it just does every episode. You so is it already have... over? Have they finished it? Um, yeah. Sort of. Wow. Aren't there supposed to be more follow-up episodes? No, um, there was one episode. Um, it's kind of, it was like a where are they now? They did interviews with a couple people from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of discussed like, what have you been up to? What are your thoughts about the, the series and different things? Hey, you have to watch it. Like you have to watch it. Oh my goodness! It was. It is no, no, no. Like it is ridiculous. It's so crazy. Where does that, this like, all take place? Mostly um, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma and Florida. Oklahoma and Florida. Huh. It's um, nuts. You have to watch it. Yeah, it was. It was fascinating. Um, Do you see Jeff Lowe's AMA on Reddit? Yeah, I was actually reading through that because somebody dumpster fire yeah somebody linked it to one of my comments um because i don't know how it related but it was it wasn't a direct response to my con i don't know it's hard when you're on mobile to follow a a strand of comments um but yeah i i was reading through it and um i i was kind of disappointed of how much of a dumpster fire it was because i i think when that stuff happens they're less likely to respond to anything yeah um obviously we need to get one of them on the podcast oh my gosh that would be nuts um i uh i don't know i i don't think jeff lowe was a a good guy at all Um, no nobody in the show is really a good guy like none of the main characters are good people no um but I I really would have been interested to hear more from him in the AMA than. Yeah. Than oh, I agree. Hayden. Okay. We can't keep. We can't. Hey, you have to go watch it this week. Okay. Well, you, it like. You both have homework. Uh, TP and Hayden have both need to watch Office Space at some point. Oh, okay. and, I mean that's been like outstanding homework for. I'm gonna fail the class at this point. Yeah. Well, you've already failed <laughs> the class and we've re-enrolled you. <laughs> um but oh. uh but yeah definitely check out tiger king it was yeah uh, hey was you have to go watch it I'd, right. it's on netflix i'd love to hear your thoughts on it because um we can have a freaking tiger king podcast yeah we could there's it is it's extremely entertaining which is impressive and it's like batshit insane yeah that's putting it mildly honestly yeah. um you have to watch it but yeah, please watch it. I need the Hayden input on it. It'd be a good time. The Hayden oh, okay. report. The yes. Hayden report. <laughs> oh my goodness. That could be a whole Clip podcast it. in itself. Oh, Hayden does the news on the Hayden report. 
important. There we go. We'll get some fancy intro music for it too. Get the get the graphic of the globe with the Hayden report spinning. spinning around it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Make sure it's going backwards though. Okay. Like to the right or to the left of the screen? Uh or what do you oh, mean wait, backwards? Which way does the earth turn? <laughs> Clockwise, no right? Clockwise? No, counterclockwise. Uh I don't know. Which way does it go? We'll figure it out. That needs, that, that'll I, be for the next podcast. We'll that should be a segment out. after you watch Tiger King. All right. That's ridiculous. But I kept encouraging my mom to watch it, but I don't I don't think she ever will. I will not be encouraging my mother to watch it. My mom would not enjoy it. Yeah, I well I regret well, I partially did it because I didn't think she would do it to begin with. <laughs> well, it was, it was amazing to see um how quickly it blew up. Um Yeah, I watched it it was like shortly after it came out and I was like, Wow, that was nuts and then like all of a sudden that night it was blowing up on literally everything. Yeah, I don't know when exactly it came out, but I watched it. We started on a th- Friday and I learned about it on a Thursday on Joe Rogan's podcast. Bert Kaiser was talking about it. He's like, have you seen this? You have to watch this or whatever. And then my roommate and I were like looking for something to watch. I'm like, well, I'm like, I've heard. And then I had seen somewhere else on Reddit or something that somebody was talking about it. And so like the next day, I'm like, well, let's watch it or whatever. And like the next day, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I-, I hadn't even heard from anybody about it and i had been just randomly scrolling through netflix and i was like oh this looks like interesting i guess i'll give it a try and i was uh you know up till one in the morning (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah it was it was fascinating and it's uh i feel like that's not something like a topic that a lot of people are aware of it's just the like exotic animal trade yeah, well, I think it's just because of how crazy the story is. But it just, it made it so, well, plus the situation that everybody's in. Mm-hmm. So everybody's trying to find something to do. And then somebody goes, hey, watch the show. And then it's, the show's like insane. Like you cannot make a more crazy show that makes minimal amount of sense. Mm-hmm. And, and then two the, people, and it just spreads. Yeah, well, the like only thing that I can compare it to is... uh pain and gain with yeah. um mark Wahlberg and the rock that movie is amazing too yeah that movie nuts. Hey, have you seen that no i don't think so i think we touched on this last week on yeah. the failed podcast yeah we uh we have uh yeah well you have to watch that too you need to watch tiger king first pain and gain is a great movie yeah uh, uh, another one of those like you're watching the movie and then at the end it goes oh hey by the way this is a true story and no, you just half, go what? halfway through the movie it like transitions from a scene to another scene. And as the scene opens up to whatever they were doing, the title, like a, some title credits come up like on the screen. It's like, just a reminder. These are all real events. Yeah. It's the movie is nuts. That's a great movie. And everybody in it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mark does a great job. Um, the rocks in it. Right. And he's hilarious. Was there a third? Who's the third? Um, it is the Jewish guy. Um, that narrows it down. Oh, and uh, the guy that plays Hawk in 
in the Marvel movies, right? I'll look it up. Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye. Um, Hawk? There's only one Hawk. Yo, Hayden, look that up. It is... Anthony Mackie, I think is what I just said. Uh, He plays... um... What's his what's his superhero name? Um, Anthony Mackie. Have you seen uh, Altered Carbon season two? I just started the first episode of the first season the other night. Okay, he's in he's in season two. It's he does a great job. Altered Falcon. Carbon. I said Hawk. Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. Guilty. Yeah, that show is amazing. The movie's amazing. The show's amazing too. Mm-mm. Alter Carbon's really good too. Check that out. Um, it will make you question sure. everything that's going on, and it's a really cool premise. But yeah, I haven't gotten far enough into it, so I will definitely have to finish that. Aiden, have you seen anything good on Netflix? Do you even watch Netflix? You know, I haven't watched anything on Netflix. I'm supposed to finish The Crown. I haven't watched that in a while. My mom watched that. She liked it. Yeah, I, I like it. It's, um, I don't know if it's really drama. Um, I don't even know what it is. Is this supposed to be? Isn't it like a historical fiction? drama? What's that? Isn't it a historical drama? Isn't it based well, yeah, off well, historical we'll just, events? Well, well, I think but... that's fair to say. But I, I think I've gotten maybe into season three. Yeah. Um, Better Call Saul's on my list. I have. Oh, I need to watch once. Once it's all out, I've watched. I think the first two or three seasons. Sure. Um, once it all comes out, out, I'm gonna watch it. But I watched the first couple seasons of that, and I really liked it. Yeah, it's really good. It is kind of a slow burn as opposed to Breaking Bad. Um, okay. I, I but it's a. I couldn't finish Breaking Bad. What? Oh, you couldn't. No. As soon as as soon as Walter White was no longer the struggling average american that wanted to put his kid through college and not have oh come on dude when he just let jesse's girlfriend die i was like "Eh, spoilers oh come on no it gets better it's so good it does a very good job of well that i don't want to i can't say it because then it'll like you need you need to finish it yeah here we go we're we're gonna have to have a ida bros movie night and figure this out i honestly think we should really do that yeah let's I mean, do it we, we can watch fun. pain and gain if it's still on netflix i can check <laughs> oh the movie's ridiculous um but yeah no that'd be really cool uh do like a countdown be like 10 9 and then so people can like sync it up and get all cued and then you could do kind of what it what was that show back in the 90s that had like the robots oh down mystery in science theater 3000. yeah yeah, something like that. Um, and then we can Loved comment that. on what's going on. And has anybody been keeping up with the uh, Clone Wars, the final season on Disney no. Plus? Oh, you need to. <laughs> we're we're just getting to because it, it it wraps up the Clone Wars, and the last couple it, it like ties in directly into Episode Three, and they just started hinting that. Um, on the episode that was released yesterday. And so I'm getting excited. But getting all the feels. It's definitely worth checking out. 
I will have to like watch the whole series. It, I think it's done because there's I think twelve episodes. We're episode nine, so about three more weeks, and then it will be because they're Disney decided to release it once a week, which. I mean, right now it's nice because it gives me something to look forward to each week mm-hmm. to like do or whatever. But initially, I was real pissed off about it because it's like I would just like to binge this. But mm-hmm. at least it's like it's something to look forward to. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to be real honest. I'm, I'm real upset. The uh, second season of The Witcher has been postponed. I know. I was Hayden, have you watched that? that? No, I haven't. Oh, oh. brother. That's a that's another Bro. good one. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I haven't played the games, read the books, but it's pretty apparently pretty accurate to the games in the books. And Henry Cavill just kills it. Did you see his post recently on Instagram? Mm-mm. He so he's a huge nerd. Um, he almost missed his Superman audition call uh, because he was a rating in World of Warcraft. Oh my gosh. Dude is a huge, huge nerd. Um, and so, but he had a post on Instagram. He, it was either a Dungeon and Dragons or like a Warhammer figurine that he was like painting. Um, but he loves video games. So he like, um, before filming for The Witcher started, he went through and read the books and played the games. So he was like, he knows like the character and it, it's a great show. He did a great job. You definitely need to check it out. Hayden. Hayden. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the non-existent season of Game of Thrones ruined all streaming services for Hayden. Hayden didn't even watch the non-existent season. Yeah, we watched it at his house. That was at Perks. No, no, no. no. Remember, we did have we had one episode at um my place. I was not there for that. You were not there, probably. No. I got the sound system was great though. I got have a kid. his dog. You have a kitty, and oh, I ain't about that. Life. That's right. But I don't even—I don't remember that at all. But I did not go to that. I thought you didn't watch. I guess you did. You watch all of them? No, I, I think oh. the—I was thoroughly annoyed with the non-existent battle battle of a certain town. And um, why? You're, why are you holding back spoilers? Spoilers. Well, you said the non of a certain town. Yeah, a non-existent episode the, in the a non-existent long night. town. Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. I think I I was I was delayed for whatever reason, and then I when I finally saw the anger, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get yeah, good call. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I I watched up until the episode with the um, uh, the ships sailing and shooting things. Oh, yeah, four. That was yeah, I think that was it. When she forgot about, we're ranting about Game of Thrones again. We need to <laughs> See, not here do we are. This. Every every episode. <laughs> Seriously, we need to steer away from you. We got to steer clear of this. We just change her name to the Game of Thrones Hate Podcast. <laughs> oh man! Oh lord, that's rough. Uh, some... I found oh, uh, Henry Cavill's uh, Warhammer post. So yeah, that's cool. He's super cool. I I like how he calls it plastic crack because I have seen that referenced regarding Warhammer 40k multiple times. Yeah. 
I'm a, a big fan of uh, Magic the Gathering and uh, have lovingly referred to the game as cardboard crack. So I, <laughs> I get the I get the feeling. Oh, I know I learned because I haven't played The Witcher 3 yet. Um, I had it all planned out and the current state of the world kind of ruined it. And I haven't been locked in my home, so I haven't been able to play it. But, well, I mean, if you had a gaming PC, I'd let you log into my Steam account. Well, I have the game. I just uh, need like three days to binge it and get it out of my system. Because I know if I put more than like 20 minutes into it, I'm going to be hooked on it and it's going to consume my life. And so I'm gonna, I need to like block off time to like get that initial excitement out of my system and just binge it and then I'll be okay. It's pretty but that, good. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Um, I... But, I really want to go back and play the the first two um the first two witcher games get a lot of heat uh because they're more like top-down rpgs if i remember correctly um did you guys ever did either of you guys play like Baldur's gate or um no you've never told me to play it a couple times yeah i mean if you're not into like a direct translation of Dungeons and Dragons to computer probably won't interest you very much, but uh, highly recommend the games. They're great games. I mean, Baldur's Gate, the first one came out in like 95. Um, Still a good game. It's out on Switch. Sponsor us, whoever makes Baldur's Gate. I can't remember. (laughs) I thought you were going to sponsor us, whoever makes Switch. I'm like, that's Nintendo. Um. Yeah, sponsor us Nintendo. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but uh, might as well go try to find a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> um, unfortunately. But uh, but yeah, I'd really like to play through all the games. I I recall my dad really enjoying uh, the first Witcher game. Um, I watched him play some of that when I was a bit younger. But uh, anywho, uh, yeah. Well, this sounds like it was a great episode. Yeah, it it was. We uh we had a good time. Talked about some interesting stuff. Got our episode of Donkey on Game of Thrones in. Of course, check requirement. that requirement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right. I think we should call it. Um. Anything else? Nope. No. All I, right. I think that's all. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Ida Bros podcast, and we'll see you in the next one. Deuces.